What's up, guys? Welcome to the Hyphen Weekend Podcast. I am your host, Matt Wilbanks, and I am excited that you have joined in with me this day. I believe that God has talked with me, and I want to do that with you. I want to talk with you. So we're going to cue the intro, and we're going to dive into the content today. Again, I want to say thank you for joining in on the podcast. What's up, guys? First, I'd like to say I hope you've had an awesome week, and I want to extend a huge thank you to you all for joining in with me on the podcast today. I believe that the hyphen generation is ready to unlock and experience the greatest revival that this world has ever known. On this podcast, we will focus on preparing, equipping, and empowering hyphen across our nation and world to engage with purpose their great commission. Your time is here and now. I'm your host, Matt Wilbanks, and this is the Hyphen Weekend Podcast. And again, I say welcome into the Hyphen Weekend Podcast. I'm always excited to get to do this. Um, I feel like I'm doing stuff all the time, and so when I get the chance to sit down and just have a conversation with you guys, it it feels pretty special to me. Not only that I'm having a conversation, but I know that you're you're giving me your time to listen to what I'm saying and, and hopefully putting this stuff into your spirit or into your atmosphere and that it's actually making a difference. And so the fact that that's a thing, that I'm able to do that, just by sitting down and having a conversation about some things that I feel like God talked to me about. It's special in a bunch of different ways to me, and so I'm, I'm just very grateful to be able to do what I'm doing. So anyways, I hope that you're doing well, but um, this day is a little bit different than what I'm used to. Uh, I had something completely different to give to you all and to talk with you with, and this morning during prayer, I felt something totally shift in my spirit, and I and I feel like I would not do justice to you and this podcast if I did not share with you what I feel like the Lord has spoken into my spirit, because I know that the reason for this podcast is is to be purposed for a moment in time, hopefully lands right where you need it to land, and so that it actually impacts. I don't want to get on a podcast and talk just to say that I have a podcast and I'm talking. I'm hoping that what I say finds a place and lands wherever you are and and it's able to change your perspective or change your spirit or change the uh, perspectives or whatever in in that moment because a lot of times you and I, we we battle, we deal with stuff or whatever, and and sometimes it's just a fitly spoken word in the right moment, excuse me, and it changes everything. And that's what I'm looking to do on this podcast is I'm looking to speak in the right moment to change everything. And so this morning while I was praying, I felt like the Lord started to deal with me about a particular thing. And I, I, I'm just very drawn to that. And so if you'll just indulge me, I, I, I may not even take as long as I normally do on a podcast setting, but because I don't have anything in front of me other than a couple of scriptures that I'll read to you and what I felt like the Lord started to talk to me about this morning. Anyways, there are times that you and I will deal with issues. We'll deal with things, and we'll 
And we'll go through valleys and we'll go through times. And sometimes when we go through those issues, we ask ourselves, man, is this ever going to pass? Is this ever going to um, fade away? Like, am I ever going to get to change seasons? Because sometimes it feels like we go through seasons where everybody's winning but us. And we look around and we're happy for our friends and we're happy for everybody else. And and we have a good spirit about it. But in our own minds, we're thinking, man, when am I going to get my break? When am I going to get my season of rejoicing? I received a text message this past week that I apologize. I was I was on a hunting trip in Missouri, and the and, and the, the service was very spotty. But but I received a message, and I and I I read it, and and this person asked me the question. They were like, "Is this ever going to change? Will this ever be different?" And 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 I started to chew on that question because I've been there. I've been in situations where I'm thinking. I almost felt like David when he said my foot almost slipped until I was able to go into the house of God, the sanctuary, and and then my mind was open and my perspective was cleared, but but I almost slipped. And I've been there in situations where I'm thinking, man, how how can I live like this? Is this going to be the rest of my life? Is, is Am I going to lose like this for the rest of my life? Like, am I... Am I in battle like this? Is 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 it going to be a fight for me for the rest of my life to to have a winning cause? And so as I begin to chew on that and think about that, it's been in my spirit the whole week. And this morning, I re- I wasn't considering it, and I, while I was praying, the Lord brought it back to my attention, and I started to pray, and the Lord began to deal with me. And as I started to pray, I'm going to tell you what I began to pray. And then I'm going to tell you the direction that I felt, and then that's what we're going to end with. But what I felt was is that whenever that that text message was brought back to my attention and brought back into my spirit, I started to think, God, what what is the correct answer for this? Because I know, again, I've been there, but sometimes even though experience tells me that it won't be this way forever and that God is going to step in at some point and make a change and, and, and I will either overcome it, I will either pass around it, or it'll, it will stay there to make me stronger, and I'll be so strong that it's still there, but it doesn't affect me. No matter what happens, God is going to give me the strength one way or the other for this not to be an impacting, um, lasting event in my life that's going to be this heavy my whole life. But I don't know sometimes how to express that in the right words. And so I started to, to think about that this morning as I prayed, and I started to consider what is the right answer and the Lord all of a sudden brought back to my memory the word purpose. Purpose. Now, now there was a, a podcast that we will circle back to at some point, probably sooner than later. But it talks about the, the, the children of Israel whenever they were, they were going to go into the land of promise. They were right next to it. And they were thinking, we're, we're going to be prey. We're too small. We, we, we can't possess that. We, we can't go over that. And, and, and here's the way that I look at that is if, if I'm looking at a situation and I'm saying this is too big for me, then I'm probably in the right spot because God wants to take me well beyond what my, my mind can, can think of, my mind can calculate. God wants to take me well beyond my abilities, well beyond my talent. He wants to take me well beyond. He wants to put me in rooms that I'm standing there thinking, how in the world did I get here? How in the world am I just a little old me in this position to do these things or to impact this person or to see these things that God is doing? How could I do that? 
that's the kind of places that God wants to put me in. But a lot of times I struggle to get there when I'm in these types of seasons because I'm like, I don't understand how I can get beyond this. And the one way that I know to overcome or to drive around or to to drive through it or whatever is the word purpose. But the question in my brain and in my mind in that moment is how do I stay purposed in a time where I feel like I'm losing and I can't win? I can't seem to get this off my chest. I can't seem to to let my mind wrap around the concept of, of that it's not going to be this way forever. I can't seem to, to get to that place. So, so how, do I, how, how do I get beyond that? How do I stay purposed? It's tough. I'm not going to lie to you. I've been in situations where words have been thrown up into the atmosphere towards me or javelins have been tossed, and I can't respond because I know that if I respond, it's almost like, David in the cave and Saul walking past him and he takes out his sword and he cuts the end of his his, his robe and, and he's even guilty, feels guilty for this. Like, I, I could have killed you. I, I, Saul's anointed, he's the king, and David knows I can't put my hand on him. I can't touch the anointed man of God. No matter what happens, I cannot defend myself. I have to allow God to defend myself. So how do I stay purposed in a time where I know the only way that I can keep my hands clean and my anointing pure and blood away from my hands is that if I let God defend me, but in this moment, I want to defend myself because I feel like I can say the right things because I'm right and I'm not wrong and I should be able to say what's right and I should be able to say, well, this is not my fault. I should be able to defend myself because this is not on me and I should be able to say because somebody is being uh, careless or somebody has made a mistake and it's pointed back and 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 blame is brought up and it's pointing at me and I and I didn't do it Saul is throwing javelins at David and Saul is trying to kill David and David did not do anything to deserve being chased into a cave or being chased into the wilderness why was Saul so angry with David it's because Saul had an issue within himself that he refused to resolve and then when he refused to resolve that issue in himself, he looked for somebody to blame. And David was anointed. And because he saw David doing what he should be doing, it caused him to be carnal. And when you are carnal in a place where someone is anointed with you, that could be your brother, that could fight with you, it will cause you to hate them. It will cause you to be at war with them or at battle with them because they're doing what you ought to be. And so Saul is running, or David is running for his life from Saul because, because he will not defend himself. And a lot of times you and I find ourselves in caves and we find ourselves in wildernesses running because we're like, I can't defend myself, I, and, if, and, 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 I'm, and David ends up in the land of the Philistines because he's thinking, if I stay here, Saul's going to end up killing me, and I can't fight him back because the Lord won't let me. I've, I've stood in those shoes where somebody has physically attacked me, and I stand up to defend myself. Now, this is crazy because I'm not a, a, a little man. I don't know that I could do it right this second, but I've, I've, I've been under the, the bench where I've bench pressed 445 pounds, so I have, have, I've had some strength in my life at times. And I, and, and I had this person attack me, I guess you could say is the right word, 
and, and wanted me to respond, and I, and I would have. I started to. I stepped into, but the Lord spoke to me in that moment. It was, it was a God moment, and the Lord said, basically, don't touch him. Don't respond to this. If you do, you will become that. You will get your hands bloody with this. Don't respond. And standing in that moment where I know I can defend myself, I'm strong enough to fight here. I can do it. And not doing it is very, 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 very hard. And that might be where you're standing right now. And you're thinking, I'm going to say this, or I'm going to do this, or I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell them they're wrong, and I'm going to tell everybody, and I'm going to do this. Let me give you some sound advice. Don't. Because this is what will happen if you will allow God to defend you, he will keep you away from the battle. He will deal with it himself. You will not have to get your mind connected, your, your, your physically um, hands dirty with, with dealing with issues that, that only cause everybody that are involved with those kind of issues to be dirty. That's what those issues do. They cause everybody to feel filthy, everybody to feel like a sinner. It will keep you pure if you just stay away. So how do I stay purposed in moments like this? Well, it's actually pretty simple. Your mind and my mind is one of the greatest assets and one of the greatest enemies of our life because of our imagination. We can dream big. We can have imaginations about, man, I want to do this or I want to see that. And I want to, uh, we, 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 we imagine about who we're going to marry. We imagine about the jobs we're going to have, the messages we're going to preach, or the people we're going to reach. Or all these things there are a million things that we imagine good about. But then also on the other flip side of that, they can be our enemy. We can imagine somebody hates us that, that, that doesn't have an issue with us. We can imagine somebody meant something bad when they really didn't. The text message just came across wrong, and we live in a world that would rather text than talk because communication isn't as big a deal now, and we think text messages take care of it. And I am the first person to tell you that I might not answer when you call. I'm definitely going to call you back. But, but I, I want us to be careful not to be lost in a text message world or in a world of social media where we can post something or whatever, because you can't hear intent. You can't understand communication perfectly through a text message. You don't understand that. And so it's very dangerous because of our imaginations and where it can take us. So we can imagine all kinds of things. So what do I do? How do I overcome this thing? Well, Paul says it. Finally, finally brethren, whatsoever things are pure, well, excuse me, whatsoever things are true, Whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, the problem for the children of Israel to get to the promised land, they had a choice. Am I going to believe the good report or the bad report? And they chose the wrong report. And he's saying whatsoever things are of a good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think with your brain, your imagination, your mind, think on these things. You have to be purposed not just to succeed in life because that's what we're looking for. We're, we think purpose is to do what I'm supposed to do or to, and it is. And our purpose is to go where I'm supposed to go, and it is. 
but also in the times where I have to stand, having done all to stand, stand. Sometimes my purpose is to stand here and think on these things. Because if I don't think on things that are true, and I don't think on things that are holy, and I don't think on things that are good, of the good report of things that are going to come in my life, then by, by proxy, by, by, by the simple fact that I'm not doing that, I'm doing something else, which is buying into the bad report. I'm choosing this day who I will serve. I'm choosing this day what message I will listen to. I'm choosing this day if I'm listening to what's true or if I'm not. I would like to challenge you today, Hyphen. Whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things that are holy, whatsoever things that are of a good report, I challenge you, think on these things. Instead of trying to think, how, how am I going to get myself out of this? Or how am I going to defend myself today? How am I going to make this different? My challenge to you is get married to purpose. My purpose is to do whatever God wants me to do. If he wants me to go, then I go. If he wants me to speak, I'll speak. If he wants me to battle, I will battle. But if he wants me to stand here, then I will do whatever the purpose of my life is calling me to do. Because I promise, if God defends you, you will never have to deal with it again. You will not fight those battles. When God steps in to defend you, he drowns the enemy in the sea. He ends the lineage of the enemies. You might have other issues come along, but you will have overcome that issue. When God steps in, it all changes. When you and I fight, it becomes something that we wrestle with. Let me give you sound advice today. Get married to purpose and let God fight your battle for you. You're going to be okay. It's not going to be this way forever. Because God is in control. He loves you very, very much. And he is going to fight for you. I love you and I am praying that the hand of God is upon your life. I hope this matters. I hope it impacts you. And I hope it makes a difference. God bless you. Thank you for joining in with me. And I hope you're with me next week. See you then.